0: Well, what's up, guys? It's been about a week or so since I've been on here. (laughs) Life is an interesting thing. Um, I'm posting this partially because the mental hospital is one of the most interesting situations you could be in in life. And I'm also posting this for people to have hope that if they're struggling with their mental health, to number one, know they're not alone, and number two, there is help out there. You know, it's not easy to work on yourself. Nobody ever really wants to go to a mental institution. You know, I don't think many people, though I shouldn't say nobody, because there are hospital hoppers that just live a life of one hospital to the next. And you can live like that. You can check yourself in wherever you have the right to check yourself in wherever you're, you know. And if you say you have bad mental health, They'll take you, and I mean, you can even, the hospital hoppers, I learned this in rehab in in Rockford at Rosecrans, but the hospital hoppers, like they're beating the system because they don't have to work. They're homeless, but then they get a bed and they get food and they get mental health treatment, you know, while they're there. So there are even those, I mean, there's every lifestyle out there. I still feel like Illinois, i'm not saying well shakespeare said that illinois was narrow-minded illinois people was were narrow-minded but i'm not saying that but i still think even like musicians don't even know about hospital hoppers and if you do you're awesome but if you don't i just told you about it so at any rate so last tuesday i worked early now when i work early because of my bipolar and like i i'm a different person in the morning um than i am at night sorry so and i that's why i like to work at night and close and you know though at the mental hospital i I went to bed at 10 o'clock every night and then got up at 6 a.m that was crazy that's not like me. usually i like to sleep in and stay up late at night you know but that's a whole it's a whole different ball game there so okay what happened was (laughs) tuesday was a bad day but I'm, I'm a lot better now and I think I needed, sometimes do, I do believe things do happen for a reason and this I had to go get help, otherwise I would have not been well, you know, like for a while and that's not good. And I, I'm not a negative person. I believe even when I post on Facebook like crazy negative stuff, it's like, that's not me, that's my fucking mental illness, that's not Matt, you know, cause Matt is, a, I mean, everybody at the mental hospital, first off, I made everyone laugh. They, they thought I was just fucking hilarious. Second off, everybody said, from the psychiatrist I met with, you know, to the therapist, everybody said I was the nicest guy. A lot of the, the staff that works on the units, they all love talking to me. They said I was a real nice guy, you know, so that was nice to hear while I was there. So anyways, what happened was, <laughs> I worked early, like nine to two last Tuesday, and I, I just felt off, you know, I mean, I was on lithium, but I, um, I definitely know now that I'm on a double dose, I feel a lot more balanced. We'll get into that. So at any rate, like, I don't know. I, I, I was having, unfortunately, I was like doing, like, society outbursts because I, I don't like being a society person. Even, it was so crazy, I'll just, I, this might be a little all over the place, but I don't think that's a bad thing because everything everything on it is good, good material, you know. So, but even the, the p- person who set up my family visit with my parents, at the mental hospital um like agreed with me that i'm not a society person and she she kind of explained that to my parents you know so that was i mean she was on my side for some of it and then of course she was on my parents side. It, it was a good family meeting i was able to dish discharge today. I didn't have to stay longer because the family meeting was crazy or outrageous, you know, so, and I have a plan for my life now. And, and so, I, so, anyways, I think some things happen for a reason. So, at any rate, I was just not in a good mood last Tuesday after working. And like I said, my brain just goes to different levels when I work in the morning versus when I work at night. And it, 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 it's got to be the mental illness thing, right? Because it's just like, no, but it's not even just the mental illness thing. It's also retail does, or corporate, corporate America in general doesn't care about your fucking well-being. They just want you to be a slave and a robot. And that's that's the biggest problem with the whole world. That's the biggest problem because you need to take care of your mental health before anything if you want to function on this, in this crazy-ass society in the fucking first place. Right. So what happened was I, went, I, I took a bike ride, a normal bike ride after work like I always do. And I chose to go to this Wilder Park spot by this preschool where, you know, my buddy from Villa Park and I have smoked and drank and done everything there. So it never seemed like a problem up until today or up until last Tuesday. I'm sorry. Um, Basically, I I had a little resin on me and I was kind of irritated because I was out of money from going to Arizona. And. I don't know, like I still have to talk to Whole Foods about this paid time off shit because I think if you're part-time, you don't get paid for the days you go on vacation because my check was significantly lower. So basically what I'm saying is like it was a bunch of overwhelming shit at once in life. I had no money. I was like scraping, you know, old pill bottles and fucking old, old like containers for like a, you know, a hit of resin or scraping pieces because I had no money for any weed. And I was just like, you know, I hate when I'm in that situation because I really believe I need weed. And I believe if I would have had like a decent, like a big joint that Tuesday, I wouldn't have flipped out as much as I did. So anyways, what happened was first an officer comes and talks to me and says like, oh, people, like kids have been smoking weed in the bathroom. So unfortunately someone called on you. And I said, well, what's funny is I only have resin. I don't have weed. So she, and she was like, no, don't worry. You can have it on you. We're not, we can't take it from you anymore. So so this part was cool. I actually found out more info you know about authority that you can have weed on you wherever you go and they can't take it from you because it's legal in the state so that i mean not that i didn't think that was the case but you never know an officer standing right by you and you're like trying to scrape a piece right in front of you know you never know what's going to happen so at any rate So she just said, like, can you leave or go do that somewhere else? And I'm like, sure. Like, I mean, I kind of ranted to her already a little bit. And I was just like, look, these Elmhurst people are judgmental, these rich ones. Like the the neighborhood I'm from, College View. I was just kind of going off and ranting about all that. And she she listened, like she actually listened and she wasn't mad that I was ranting. And after I ranted a bunch, you know, she's like, wow, you probably should get out of Elmhurst eventually because you don't like it here. And I'm like, yeah, it's just because I'm poor and I'm misunderstood here. You know, so that was fine. So then she left, and and I fucking took off. And I think I went to CVS. There's a CVS here in Elmhurst on North Avenue and York Road. Um, and when I got to CVS, I realized, and I went and got drinks first, and then I came back and I realized I didn't have my phone. It was gone. It, I had everything else: my wallet, my the, the, you know the one hitter, the little the jars of with little bits of flakes of of weed and other like weird uh like crumble stuff you know trying to get a hit here and there like a true hippie like from denver that has no weed or money but scrapes a piece like yeah like that so um so already i'm like losing it i'm like because i need this phone right like i have to continue i mean theoretically yes i can do crazy life stories on my ipod or ipad so it wouldn't ruin the podcast but just that panic feeling when you lose your phone so I, I checked in CVS, and it wasn't there. So then I rode all the way back to Wilder again, and I was, like, flipping out. Like, and okay, here's the crazy part, too. About, I don't know, a month or five weeks ago, I started taking Zoloft. Now, this medicine is an antidepressant. It it What I found out at the hospital, I'm just going to go back and forth from, you know, everything. I think that's the best way to tell this anyways. So what happened was, the Zoloft when I got to the hospital they told me that Zoloft causes more mania with bipolar so this other organization the VNA that I've been dealing with for months with the shitty insurance never even told me any so like I bitched in the mental hospital about doctors and, and nurse practitioners got to tell you side effects of, of, of drugs because I was not myself I okay I I said really bad shit at Wilder Park in Elmhurst. I, I said I wanted to kill myself and someone called the police. But this was not matt this was like either this was i think this was the mental illness but and then it was Zoloff causing extra mania on top because i don't say that stuff i don't want to leave this i mean this life is really hard but I'm, I'm a fighter and i'm somebody that will never give up as people can see with crazy life stories and now i'm also on that swell app you know swellcast i did another one of those the five minute podcast so that's not something I would say. So I do, I believe that the Zoloft made me extra manic and and, be, and say extra, because cri- I was saying like, fuck me. Also like real, li- and, and people were here. And, and then, then all of a sudden, a bunch of cops show up. <laughs> of course, because someone heard what I said. And... So now I'm surrounded by paramedics and cops, and I, I know this situation well because I've been to the mental hospital three times already, so I know what's going to happen, you know what I'm saying? I already, so I'm getting angrier and angrier as they're, they're questioning me, but then one of them, a, a nice guy, a younger cop, he found my phone, and he comes back because I was just flipping out about my phone. I'm like, I need my phone to do my podcast. Just flipping out and saying, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's unfortunate I said what I said, but it was just at the, it was, I, it was my breaking point, you guys. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I had my life breaking point, and I'm not in any trouble, and I didn't commit any crimes, you know. And thank God, honestly, whoever that was. And at the time, of course, I was mad because I didn't want to go to the mental hospital. But thank God for whoever that was. That called 911 and thank God for the cop for finding my phone. So it's like I can't always hate the Elmhurst police because they do do good things, you know. And some of the citizens in this town, obviously someone could see I was overwhelmed beyond belief, you know, and manic beyond belief. So... I'm like explaining everything to the cops, and I'm saying I hate Elmhurst, and I'm saying I'm completely different than everyone in this whole fucking town, <laughs> you know, saying going on all these rants and saying nut shit that I have it harder than Ethiopian. I mean, I was really manic, you guys, like really bad, like worse than I've ever been in my entire life. So oh, they talked me down, and the paramedics are like, look, we got to take you to the hospital whether you like it or not. So... I was still ranting, but they got me to get in the stretcher and go in the ambulance. And I do feel like even in, when you get in an ambulance, it's kind of a traumatic experience because it's also unique that you get to ride in the back of an ambulance. But um, yeah, this is what it really happened. So they took me to Linden Oaks in Naperville. And I will say you guys, were and I have to rate them after I do this podcast, but... They, this was the best mental I mean I am so level headed right now it, it is just unbelievable like I finally found the proper cocktail of medication and you guys this took a long time it was really and it's, and it's hard and you get down because even though this shit isn't your fault it gets in the way of your fucking life or man, I mean mania makes you do all this fucked up shit that, that's not you it's the mania it's the fucking bipolar mania that makes you do all this crazy ass shit, but that's not you, you know, that's not Matt, in my case, you know? So it's hard, man, like all, I really, you know, and there, okay for also too there's this guy on tiktok that's mentally ill that makes all these really like positive mentally ill videos and i i mean i even just shared one on my facebook page where it's like if you're mentally ill and you go to a job like you're a special breed and i've always thought i'm definitely a special breed because i can handle the working world even though i'm crazy but like you know I can and I can do side hustles, and I'm doing this podcast for dreams and goals. Like, so even though I'm mentally ill, I I, I am living a pretty fucking normal life, you know. And I'm proud of myself. I, I I probably we all we all need to give ourselves more credit in these times, you guys, because we're going through. A lot of people are going through fucking hell. And I will say, from every, everything I saw in the mental hospital, I count my blessings that I have the problems I have, you know. Because there's some people with really hard lives, too, like way harder than mine, like way harder, you know. But you know what? They were all upbeat and positive at the mental hospital. and I mean, they all work, too, and they're not afraid to work and hustle and try and go for goals and dreams with a mental illness. I mean, I met some new friends in the mental hospital. So at any rate, they take me to Elmer's Hospital, and the problem with Elmer's Hospital is that they don't have a mental health unit. So every time I've got, been brought into the ER, I'm an afraid. Crazy, angry, nuts mode, fighting with these ER people. I think this time I was—I even threw like a plastic water cup <laughs> and some band aids. I don't know. I was out of my mind. I was out of my, and they could tell that I was out of my mind, you know. So, so they keep me overnight at Elmhurst Hospital. Oh, hi, Joe. Uh, they keep me overnight at Elmhurst Hospital because they couldn't even get me a bed at Linden Oaks that night. Which is, seems to always be a problem in this country. Like somebody needs to go to rehab or the mental hospital, and, and there's no beds available for like. I mean, this guy I went to, or I met, and I, this guy uh, Ian, who wants to be on the podcast, I added him on Facebook, but he I can't have access to his phone, which I didn't have access to mine for seven days, and it was really nice to take a break from my phone. To I have to say that, but uh. But yeah, there's people at the mental hospital that want to do crazy life stories. I'm like, fuck yeah, because I promoted the fuck out of it while I was there. Because why not? You know, between groups, you're just talking to people, anyways. Um, so yeah. So at any rate, like, I am fighting with the ER people, and I've done this every time. I fucking gone to the mental hospital because nobody wants to really go, and you're angry that the cops are, are controlling you and the the ER people are controlling you, and honestly, you're just fed up at that point. You know, it's, like I said, I, I I met my breaking point, and then I got help, so that's cool. About I'm lucky, I'm lucky, you know, and I'm and I'm lucky I don't have a criminal record and I have a free background and I can go back to Whole Foods, and also also I will say this one guy, uh, Kirk, who's who. who was a really nice guy and he said I was even the best guy on the unit and the nicest and sweetest and kindest and empathetic person on the unit, which meant a lot. He even told me, I don't know if this is true, but he told me that T-Mobile, because I told him I have like 20 years of customer service retail, blah, 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 you know, you talk about everything in the mental hospital. Sometimes you just have to kill time between groups and, you know, doctor visits, psychiatrist visits and this and this. So it's like you talk about everything and you really get to know these people, you know, because you're you're with them, and you're locked up with them for days, you know? So, eventually, like, the next morning, I just fucking... Oh, they had to give me shots at night, too, to calm me down and make me pass out. That's how that's how nuts... And that's what mental hospital shit... That's mental hospital shit. Like, people people usually come into the mess, mental hospital a, a big mess. And then you come out, and you feel like yourself again. You know? It's like, that's the... That's like the process of the mental hospital. So, so finally it was the next morning. I think I woke up at like 9.30 in the morning. I mean, I, I was tired too, obviously, from everything that happened. Um, so they finally tell me that I have a bed at, at Linden Oaks. And, of course, I'm still on the, I have no choice, do I? Like, I have to go. And the nurse is like, you got to go. You got to go. You didn't act well last night. And I was like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> I accepted it, you know. So I go to Linden Oaks. Um, in Naperville, and you guys, it was the bad, I don't know if I said this already on my little stone too, but because I'm celebrating because I made it through seven days of the mental hospital locked, and we only got to go outside one time and a couple times to the gym to play basketball, and that was about it, you know. Otherwise, you're locked in the fucking unit because I said a, 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 a bad, the worst kind of statement. So I'm in that unit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's they have, they have different units for how severe the person is, like, how mentally ill you are, but I said really crazy shit, so I was in, like, the extreme unit with all, with, like, you know, the people that have, like, the biggest problems, because I said stupid shit when I was manic, you know, so, so at any rate, I get there, and I, you know, I mean, it's, it's just like, you just get there, and you just... You sign paperwork and they give you a room for a while. I had my own room; it was nice. But then I moved in with this guy Ian, and we were friends, so that was all right too. I mean, there's a couple. We he got a little weird. Like, can you remove your towels like right after you take a shower? And I want to just like let my towels sit there and dry, and then use them again instead of wasting so many towels. But I don't know. There's like weird little there's weird little quirks that you have with your roommates. You know, it's just how it goes. So I mean, yeah, I was there for seven days. Um, I got I got a. I got off the Zoloft, and I got on, like, a antipsychotic that'll help me not rant as much and, like, not say as much weird shit in public, you know, that causes bad attention for me, <laughs> you know. So, and then they up my lithium dose to, like, a double dose, and then I have trazodone to sleep, so I don't have to be an insomniac anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm taking sleeping pills for you know prescribed sleeping pills but then like it's so crazy like then i get two voicemails today that my prescriptions aren't even they're out of stock on all three of them until tomorrow and it's only one day but it's like this shit in this country is so fucking crazy you know with with, but i mean you guys i i saw like there was this i mean there was this girl that was so drugged up when she came in like they had to like like, pin her down on the floor, and she kept going in everyone else's room. And, like, the thing is, is like, if you, you like, there, I mean, there's all sorts of types at the mental hospital. I mean, there's criminal mental ill, there's fucking, you know, people like that are honest working. Like, this one girl, Haley, she was so sweet, and she wants to be on the podcast too. And she has a ton, she had a ton of issues. I'm not going to go into people's issues, but because that's kind of confidentiality, and, and I'll let them introduce their issues when they're eventually when they're on the podcast, if that makes sense. So um, you know, but everybody I met was so nice. Like I said, they laughed at everything I did. And it's I mean it's basically you just meet with psychiatrists and therapists and you and then there's groups, you know, and some like there's art therapy, um, which I always of course I love as a creative person. I love the art therapy. And you know, there's just all sorts of groups and sometimes the group you know, makes you uplifted, and sometimes it makes you break down and cry, you know? Like, I don't know what else to say, so, but yeah, I mean, there was so, I mean, there's always crazy shit going on, too, like, yeah, you know, but it's sad to see, like, younger people with, like, severe mental illness, but it's like, they're, they're also, like, grown up, like, everybody I had met was younger than me, just about, you know, but they were all, like, they acted real mature, like, even with a mental illness, like, we really are a special breed to be able to handle all this shit in our heads and i mean but anybody just struggling with depression or anxiety even or add or any of this shit you know it is all real like of course i've gone back and forth on this podcast you know and i think it's a denial thing sometimes as a human but now i believe I, i am bipolar for sure and i need lithium and i need an antipsychotic to keep the like the talking and ranting and there's nothing wrong with ranting i mean it's almost a healthy thing of its own you're not doing anything to anybody you're just like fucking bitching about life and shit and getting it out i mean you do need to do that too but you know i don't want i just say i don't want to rant all the time anymore and i think if i say on this combination this cocktail um you know i won't fight with my mom as well because i've never felt more clear-headed than right now you know And sometimes you just need a break from society. Like sometimes, like I said, you reach your breaking point. You just need, like that's what's nice about the mental hospital is that, and the food, it was Naperville, Illinois. The food was killer too. I mean, I ate so much there, but I didn't really gain weight. And I don't care because I'm a bike rider. And if I did gain a couple pounds, I'm sure I'll lose it when I take a bunch of bike rides, you know, in the next few days. So... Oh, it's just nuts like you know but they like my doctor was really nice to me and he asked me a lot of questions which is a lot different than other psychiatrists and he got he kind of like got to know me and kept telling me i was really a great stand-up guy you know and i mean he really did help me. like you guys this Linden oaks place i'm serious if you're struggling with your mental health this Linden oaks place in naperville illinois it's like it's the best hospital. They have great food. Like it's the best hospital I've ever been to, and I've I, I almost feel like I have I've had another spiritual awakening from going to this mental hospital, you know? Because when you because when you put the work in with yourself, like you see the results. That and sometimes we all forget that, or we're too busy doing shit to remember that shit. But I'm just blown away that I feel so good, you know? And, and obviously people are happy of getting to that state, but. And I get that, but I'm just saying, I'm just grateful that, I mean, I went from a really bad state to a really good state. So my point is there's hope. And some days it it feels hopeless. I get it. Like you don't make enough money, you know, you're poor. You have goals and dreams that are going to take, like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, Mr. Beast, that guy who gives away millions now, like, it took him five to seven years to fucking get noticed, so it's like, art is hard to get noticed, but even my podcast went up to 9.6K while I was away and didn't do anything for six days, and I'm, I'm even up to, like, $8 already, I got my one cash out of $20 on a debit card, That's that that came and then i 'm already up to like eight dollars, so you know once you, you guys listen to this, I can probably cash out again, so it's like it's making me money it 's working. The material just keeps coming. I mean it, it's just everything nuts happens at the mental hospital it's just it's completely insane it's just like it's a bunch of like like lost souls trying to get their shit together, you know, but all different walks of life like and, and I 'm sure that the Staff has seen it all. I'm not sure. I know. Also, one funny moment. Um, like, I guess when I first came in, of course, I was really like agitated and pissed off. And I guess I was saying stuff like, I'm like fucking Kanye West. And I was saying stuff like that. And I was saying stuff like, um, I, well, I said this one thing to this one staff member, I, I, and I was very polite at first, and I said, nice to meet you, sir. His name was Justin. And then I go, fuck you, after I say nice to me. So I was, it was like a polite fuck you. Like, that was... And I, I don't even remember. And then the staff had, like, a laugh about it, but not, like, laughing at me, like... Because one of them eventually, like, three days later, brought it up. He goes, Matt, want to hear something funny that you did? And I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, you said to Justin nice to meet you, sir, fuck you, and I'm like, like, that's, that that's bipolar right there, it's like, it's like the devil and the angel on your fucking shoulder, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's just crazy, man, and I'm just trying to think, I mean, it, it, I had so many, I mean, it was only seven days, but that's the thing, the time, like, but I played a lot of, like, they had, like, board games, and we played a lot of cards, like, go fish, and it's almost like, I mean it's a form of prison it's just it it makes me never want to commit a crime because like holy shit like even being locked in a unit is just crazy in the first place but i've done it three other times so you know mentally i'm strong enough to handle the mental hospital and i can do it so it's like yeah so i mean i could be a hospital hopper if i wanted to but i'll work it's fine you know i don't care about working i just I want to keep going for dreams and goals, no matter what condition I have. That's my point. That's that's the real Matt Bennett talking, not some mental ill weirdo Matt Bennett that gets negative or down on himself. And I've just learned to not even be down on myself because this shit isn't my fault. I might have said that already, but it's like it's true. Nobody asked for what kind of brain they got, but you, you you know. But you at the same time, you know. There's there is help out there. One and number two, you got to play the cards that you were given the best of your ability. You know and. Everybody's on a different playing field in this world, you know, so and everybody's struggling with different shit You know every day, so it's just like you just have to be you to the you know And and they the the hospital could tell that I was good at being myself And they were like and they told me I was really self-aware Which I am and then my my frustration statement with that was I know I'm very self-aware And I have a lot of insight about myself, but I, I struggle to take my own advice sometimes and so, like, you know, I worked on stuff like that in the hospital. It was great. Like, I, I, I've i never worked harder in a mental... Like, it was almost like I wanted to get better, and I was fed up with feeling shitty and not doing anything about it and, and just, like, bitching and not doing anything. You know, I did something about it. So that's why I'm positive now. And I know I'm a positive person, even with a mental illness. And I know I'm a warrior with a mental illness that's still, you know... So then, like, of course, like, Whole Foods wants to... Fu- I mean, I have all this... Paperwork proof that I was in the hospital, but of course Whole Foods like wants a. I mean I get it, but it's just a stupid corporate America thing. They want a doctor's note saying I'm okay to working. I mean I understand, but it's like, dude, like, I have all this paperwork that I was there, so I I'm not going to be lying about where I was. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm very open about my mental illness, anyways. You know, and yes, I've had times in my life where I deny it or question it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but after this 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 uh hospitalization I I know who I am now and I'm not ashamed of who I am and I've accepted who I am and that's a big step for somebody with a mental illness to accept who you are because now I can move on in life and do the things I need to do you know one thing at a time and try not to get overwhelmed and yeah every once in a while I'm gonna bitch I have bipolar I'm gonna fucking bitch like regardless if you have a mental illness or not america does make you bitch about shit let's face the facts like this country's still really fucked up right now but at least i was able to get a bed and get help because some people might even not even get to get a bed and they're just really struggling with their mental illness but i am saying you guys there is hope and like if you get to a breaking point don't be afraid to go get help and like do a reset and you know get get the right cocktail of medicaid i know like but it, but also be careful of what medications you get, and do not take Zoloft. I, I really don't recommend Zoloft. I mean, it took away my depression, but it added mania. And I, I just—it's I mean, so sick that these organizations—they y- don't even tell you like what the side effects of a drug are. They just push it on you and just like take this and feel better now, or in a month you'll feel better. You know, whatever whatever it is, and it's just like. That's what I can't take about And Also, I mean, there's even TikTok videos of, like, other countries that ban a lot of drugs that we give to people here in America. So that says a lot about this country, too. But, I mean, you see, we would go to lunch and you'd see more people coming. I mean, I really feel like a lot of people are hitting up the mental hospital these days just because life is so fucked up. And nothing makes any sense and you work your ass off and then you can't afford anything. So there's a depression and an anxiety right there, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. So anyways, I I talked to them today and and my doctor said probably by tomorrow morning. I did get an email. I'm going to check in a little bit about I should get a doctor's note by tomorrow morning. So I'll just go back to work on Friday. It's fair to take like a day off before I start again, I think. So I think that's fair. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the note tomorrow probably morning. Though I did get an email, so I'll check that in a bit. But I'm just trying to think what else I want to say about this. Like, I mean, it, it was it's it's a strange uh, thing to go through, but I really came out on the winning end this time. And I've been a you know a couple other hospitals that they just would sit there and teach it to you like it was school and. You know, you're like, I have a mental illness, dude. Like, I need to talk to people. I don't know. The ones I went to before, they didn't have enough therapists. And they didn't have enough counselors. And so you would just, like, bitch to the wrong person. You know, it made, I don't know. But this place really cares about it. I mean, even, like, one of the art therapy instructors, like, gave, you know, I said one of my coping mechanisms I want to work on when I start getting overwhelmed is to play solitaire with cards. And she even gave me a deck of cards, you know. So I'm definitely gonna rate them on Google the uh, whatever the the rating thing. Sorry, it's just been a week. I'm I'm trying to fucking Google review, is that what it's called? Um, it's been a week, so but I, I'm so grateful that I feel so much better. I'm so grateful that I found medication that works for me, that keeps me more calm and less flip-outs, you know, and less impulsive manic shit coming out of my mouth because that's what got me in the hospital but what is crazy is that it's all because I have a bag issue like on the back of my bicycle you know on the rack where you put a bag and there's a hole in my bag now luckily I think my mother finally just helped me and ordered me a new bag or a couple bags to see which one I want but I ordered one a while ago from REI and like there was a knot. I needed to get this knot out to like open the bag up, and I couldn't even get the knot out. My mom couldn't get the knot out. She took it back to REI. No, none of the employees there could get the knot out. They had nothing left in stock. So it's all because my fucking bike bag has a hole in it, and my phone, you know, must have fallen through the hole. You know, and now, you know, so I'm gonna get a new bag that's resolved. But it's like, but I mean, I'm not mad that I went to the mental hospital, but I'm just saying it's funny that because of a hole in a bike bag, and because, I mean, even at the bicycle shop, sorry, where I recently I was there, I had to get a flat tire fix, and they fixed it on the spot, which was amazing. But they only had one bag that was a $100, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. So there's like a a bike bag shortage. So, you know, if I had a bag that didn't have a hole in it, my phone would have never fallen out, and I would have never had a problem that Tuesday. (laughs) But, like I said, I think it's good that i it what happened happened because now i feel so much better as a human being and i've forgiven myself and i've accepted myself and you know i feel like i said i feel like i'm having another spiritual awakening from going to the mental hospital and yes eventually i will take crazy life stories on the road you know stuff gets delayed this and this and this other stuff that comes up that you don't think about i mean i need to go back to work and make some money first but i i think i got i got finally got my federal tax return and then I'm waiting on my state So I know, you know, but yeah, on this one card that didn't have any money on it, there's money. So I'm like, cool. So I'm getting money, you know, put together and I'm going to start to save, try, you know, start saving money too. I, I need to start saving money. Like, and also in our meeting, the family meeting. Sorry, man, I'm just doing a podcast. <laughs> it's going to get huge one day anyways, but have a good night, man. Um. <laughs> uh. You know, some random was just staring at me as I was talking on my phone. Like, I'm not even doing something weird, and people still just, like, stare at you. It's real weird in this is. I know everybody's, like, uptight and on edge about what's going on in the world. I get it, I get it. But, like, if I was doing something weird, like stare, but I'm just talking on a phone, so... I'm not doing anything weird, anyways. People weird me out these days, like, because I don't do anything to them, but they, like, give me a look like I did something to them, especially in the Midwest and Chicago. Don't know what that's about. I talked about it on Swell, too, like the busybodies. Yeah. So, whatever. It is what it is, but, um, yeah, I mean, everything worked out fine. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I, I think this was meant just a reset, you know. Sometimes people with not even just mental illness, it's like sometimes you just need a reset in life. Like you're you're just too overwhelmed. And it's not that things aren't really going your way. I mean, I have still a pretty good life. I have a job where everybody loves me. I have this podcast that's growing on the daily, you know, and making me money. Like my life, you know, and yeah, I suffer from some shit, but it's like my life, like I said, from what I've seen, in mental hospitals, like I count my blessings and I'm grateful for my problems, you know. So, but who knows? I might go to T-Mobile. Oh, I was going to get into that. I don't know if I did, but uh, I guess there was a guy in the hospital that worked for T-Mobile, the phone store, and supposedly this guy Kirk, who's a really nice guy, um, said they started forty thousand a year. And what's funny is there's a T-Mobile store like right where Whole Foods is, so. I'm going to go check that out tomorrow and just ask them, like, if they're hiring and ask, be like, look, I heard about what the pay might be. Can you tell me? You know, I heard I'd be like, you know, and then I guess you can get commission. And this guy that was in the hospital said he was making like 70 grand a year at a T-Mobile store. So I'm going to check it out. I don't know if it's true, but this is what a, a guy who's in the mental hospital that this guy kirk one of the staff members dealt with him and he said he was making 70k selling phones and i, I mean i could sell anything like i've been doing retail for 20 years and i you know i so i'm going to check it out so my point is i'm not even going to give up on getting a better job you know because i even to, told myself on my bike ride, right and i go matt there's nothing wrong with getting a better paying job while you, you go for your goals and dreams on crazy life stories and swell and you know other podcast sites i find you know there's nothing wrong with that either you know, it wouldn't hurt you, you know, in in this, I mean, you know, so I'm going to check it out, and if it's true, I think I'm going to apply at least and try, you know, because, and then I could even get a killer phone, I'm sure you get discounts on phones and all that shit, I mean, it's not a dream job, but if it, it, that would be enough to get me out of my parents' house, so I guess I'm just not giving up on anything, and the mental hospital made me realize that don't beat myself up for who I am, and I know I'm a smart person, and I have called myself stupid sometimes, and I know, you know, it's almost like the Nirvana dumb thing. Like, I'm not like them, but I can pretend. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like because. And I've always said that. Well, number one, I know ADD people are really sensitive, and I always say that I'm like Jim Morrison and Kurt Cobain, two two souls that were so tortured and. And, and they, those I remember, you know, watching a Doors documentary once and like it all said like and Jim Morrison was the one that always took everything hard. And and then Kurt Cobain took everything hard you know, so I, I have that kind of thing in me where I take stuff too hard. You know, I'm sensitive to what people say to me. You know, it's like weird. So yeah, I have that Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison thing in me, <laughs> and, and but even a guy at the hospital who, who has ADD, he he even said one of the staff workers, he's like, oh no, he's like everyone with ADD is like hypersensitive to like criticism and suggestions, and it's like, dude, that is so me, like. <laughs> so I don't know. Other, I mean, oh, like I said, I'm grateful that I'm happier. And I'm better, and I'm even going to go for even a better-paying job. But I have Whole Foods, where, you know, at least I have that. You know, and I I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. I'm just going to go check out T-Mobile tomorrow instead of going to work and just seeing what they have to say, and then we'll see from there, you know. I don't know, like, I mean, if I got that job, and it's right near my parents' house, I mean, I could save up pretty fast. I mean, 40000 even, even if I didn't make commission, I'm sure I would every once in a while, I'm sure you don't sometimes too, that's life, but um, even if I made forty k a year at the job full-time, like, that's enough for me to at least rent an apartment and, and be on my own, and, you know, I mean... So it's just interesting that I went to the hospital and I got this kind of suggestion, too, for a job. Like, interesting how things work, you know, how the universe works in the first place. So, yeah, but I'm really happy that I'm happy again. You know, I'm really happy that Crazy Life Stories is still doing well. This thing, you know, every art project every artist does means something deep to them. I'm not saying that, but this podcast, you know, that's why I was flipping out so much when the cops showed up. It's just like, and before the cops showed up, it was it's just like, I need this phone to keep going. Well, you need a phone in this society, and it just sucks when you have to get a brand new phone and download all your apps, and then you have to change. You don't remember any of your password, you know. So I'm grateful that for whatever reason my phone was found, and. I went and got help, and now here I am doing this podcast. So it's like everything everything worked out, even though it was a big, dramatic series of events. you know. And, and getting taken away in a stretcher is pretty dramatic and traumatic. I'm not going to lie. It really is. The, the funny part is, really, nobody was noticing what was... Because it was behind this preschool, not in the front. So nobody was... And there were dog walkers walking by. But nobody was really noticing like what was going on with all these police and me. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I can laugh about it all now. It is what it is. Obviously, that day was not a good day. But and we don't always have great days. Even if you're not mentally ill, you know, we don't always have the best day. Sometimes you're pissed off. Sometimes you get fed up. Sometimes you get to a breaking point. And like I said, you don't have to be mentally ill to even feel those things. And you know, but for the mentally ill, it's even harder. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to single us out. It's just harder. That's all. So, at any rate, it's, I'm 40 minutes in. I think that's pretty good. So. I'm just trying to rack my brain, like, you know, any other, like, interesting thing or funny thing. I mean, like I said, the whole staff loved me. I love doing art therapy. You know, sometimes we got to color, and even I think I'm going to start even getting some, like, coloring books. You just need, you need things to distract yourself from your brain going to the negative or, like, the mania, you know, or, like, the depression or the anxiety or the PTSD. You need to distract yourself, and... For a long time, I struggled with that, but now I understand what they mean. You know, you just, like I said, like if I feel overwhelmed or pissed off, like wherever I am, I'm going to bring my deck of cards with me and I can play solitaire and just calm down and play and then play a fun card game. And then change my mood from negative to positive. Like, I guess the point is, this is the last thing I'm going to say, is I finally learned coping skills or strategies in this life. And it took me till 42 and many mental hospital visits and many psychiatrists and many different types of drug cocktails to finally figure out who I am, you know, and what I need and what makes Matt work the best. But I figured it out and I got to the point. So my point is there is hope because I am a story now That's there's hope, you know. I'm just trying to think if there's any other funny thing. I mean, it's just, you know, people come in on all fucked up and on drugs. And, you know, they, and then they then you see their real self a couple days later when everything's out of their system, you know, and it's like... I mean, but sometimes the hospital has to give you, a, you know, these... I mean, it seems like that we were joking that they were like horse tranquilizers. It could be. I don't know, man. But, I mean, so, I mean people would just come in, like this one girl... Jordan, she was the sweetest little 20-year-old, but when she, like I said, she came in and they had to tackle her on the ground and she was walking, I mean, like these these shots that they give you, I mean, you're so, your inhibitions are so gone, so I mean, you see all this kind of shit in the hospital, you know, I mean, hospitals are just weird to begin with, and then the mental units are just another notch up, I don't know what else to say, so... <laughs> let's see, I mean, I was there for seven days, I'm just trying to think of anything else, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's just meetings, groups, psychiatrist sees you, sees how you're doing, prescribes you this, try this, it's it's all a gamble in a way, too, you know, and the doctors do the best they can, but, but you meet interesting people, for sure, with different disorders, and, you know, um, they, a lot of these people still had goals and dreams, and I gave them a lot of credit for that, and it wasn't, like they wanted to give up on life just because, you know, because even the first couple times I went to rehab or the mental hospital, it was like, oh, man, this is what I got to do the rest of my life. But now I'm more accepting if, if Matt needs help. he And now I know exactly where I want to go, you know. So there's no, like, picking a place or trying. Like, I'm going to Linden Oaks if I ever need help again. And there's nothing wrong for reaching out for help. It's way better than the alternative. And like I said, what I said, I don't mean that. You know, I I don't want anybody on this podcast to think I I, I would mean to say a really bad statement about, you know, about myself. You know, in general, I was just in a really bad mania, anxious, you know, state. And and I believe we say, like, things we don't mean in, in those kind of states. I mean, even when you're arguing with someone, if you don't even have a mental illness with a significant other or a parent or a brother or a friend, you know, um we say things we don't mean. That's my point. So at any rate, yeah, I think that's about all I got, man. 43 minutes. That's pretty cool. Um, you guys have a great, what is it? Wednesday. I'm going to take tomorrow off and go check out T-Mobile and take a nice long bike ride and then go back to work at Whole Foods on Friday. And then we'll see what happens from there. So at any rate, um, I mean, I got texts from people and I appreciate it. Like I'm doing really well. So, I hope you guys are doing okay, too. It's a really fucked up w- world, but, you know, we have to do what we can do as humans, you know? And, and, and a lot, you know, I also, I just want to say one more thing. I also talked about with a lot of counselors, like, how so much of stuff is out of our control, and it's easy to get mad about it still, but I'm trying to work on. Like, I just, my whole focus this time with, the, with getting help was, to get more coping strategy, strategies, sorry, coping strategies. <laughs> say that three times. Um, so I, when when I'm about to flip out or when I get manic, I, I can distract myself like with a game of solitaire or you know my bike riding or stretching or the the biggest thing they say is breathing, like take take three or four breaths in and out, you know. sorry i'm trying to have like a hit of this weed (laughs) left there we go just want to take one hit on here you know so it's what i do on this podcast smoke weed um so yeah i think that's all i got you guys Uh, i really appreciate everyone who checks this out or passes it along to someone else it's really cool um like i said this project (laughs) means a lot to me and obviously i keep going with it this is my fourth year and i plan on and but what's funny is just the material just keeps coming That's what's so weird. It's just so weird that the material, it, that's what. That's where it makes me feel like this is my meant-to-be project, and eventually it's going to be my career because it, I just keep getting material. Why would I keep getting material for a podcast if it wasn't supposed to go anywhere? You know what I'm saying? So at any rate, 46 minutes, that's good enough. This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. You guys have a great night and a good rest of your week. Hopefully, I think it's going to get warmer, so that's cool. I'm going to start working again and then also check out T-Mobile for a better-paying job so I can get a fucking apartment. And I think that's my best stable plan. I don't think I should go homeless right yet, you know. Or I think I have to realize I'm older and I have to take care of myself and there's nothing wrong with working a job and paying rent until you, your dreams and goals eventually come true, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. So anyways, this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. You guys have a great evening and... Uh, Yeah, it's this is obviously on a bunch of platforms. Thanks for checking it out, and uh, thanks for text saying, asking that I'm okay. You know, and that's about all I got. You guys have a good night. Peace. Bye.